little story about that. I I had been there early to set up my sound equipment and then left and came home and and changed and and got ready and I went back to sign in and register with all the other pastors that were showing up and our district superintendent, Dr. Eddie Estep, uh, was standing there and the district secretary was sitting there and I was signing in and saying hi to Dr. Estep and and the district secretary, a gal named Whitney, uh, she looks up and she said, oh, hi, Pastor Mike, I didn't recognize you with your hair up. And Dr. Estep started laughing. And he's like, you don't hear that every day at a pastor's <laughs> conference. <laughs> so, so Dr. Mittendorf encouraged me. I'm like, you know, I'm just being who I yeah. am. And uh, Midlife crisis and all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> The Corvette is next. No, it's not. Absolutely no, it's not. The camper's next. The ca- <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Pastor Mike with Christ Agape Collective. Thanks for joining us this week on our broadcast. We are going to be talking from Romans 12 today about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're not going to want to miss this week, so stick around. It's going to be good. For more information, we're at www.cacnaz.net. And don't forget to join us every Sunday on Facebook at Cacnaz Plant. Enjoy. We're not going to talk about heaven and hell, but it's kind of where I start today because it's like I got to thinking this week, it's funny that people people wrote Black Sabbath off it tannic and evil and they talk about things like heaven and hell and I'm like well wait a minute most pastors every week talk about heaven and hell and and that's kind of where I'm going to start this week because we're so heaven and hell conscious that that we can't live in the present and we can't read the scriptures in light of what God is imploring with us and telling us about everlasting life that's now Now. within us in this relationship that God paid the price to have now Now. and how we can access that now but yet we're so worried about heaven and hell who's going and who ain't yeah we're obsessed with who's going and who's not going we have entire evangelistic crusades on if you died tonight you know where would you go would you be in heaven and hell or hell so my my trivia question for you and out there is uh, the devil is never a maker the less that you give you're a taker oh you got it it too goes fast. on and on and on <laughs> heaven and hell heaven and hell well she didn't I know get, my sister Shelly knows that yeah Shelly probably knew that mm-hmm. so it goes on and on and on yep. heaven and hell futile fool fool yep <laughs> well uh I think Don talked about this last week, and I wanted to continue with it, but you had an opening scripture. I just wanted to have an opening. Um, in some churches, they do what's called responsorial psalms, and usually they'll have it typed in the bulletin, and then the part that the congregation says together, it's in bold. So I'm going to let you know what that is, and Michael will say that part with me. Uh, the bold part is, my soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Okay, so let's start. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. O God, you are my God whom I seek. For you my flesh pines and my soul thirsts like the earth parched, lifeless, and without water. 
My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus have I gazed toward you in the sanctuary. Remember, our sanctuary is now inside us. Thus have I gazed toward you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. For your kindness is greater good than life. My lips shall glorify you. Together, my soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus will I bless you while I live, lifting up my hands. I will call upon your name, as with the riches of a banquet shall my soul be satisfied, and with exultant lips my mouth shall praise you. Together, my soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. You are my help, and in the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. My soul clings fast to you, your right hand upholds me together. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. And that was taken from Psalm 63, and there's just kind of several verses, basically two through nine. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Well, last week, Don talked about uh, order, disorder, and reorder. The pattern for all life, or life, death, and resurrection. And I, I think we need to stay on that to a certain degree because, um, like in our own personal life, did you talk about the cancer diagnosis at all? Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was what about three years ago? Yeah, about it was May three. 2017. And our life went into disorder right yeah. then. Yeah. Um, things did, haven't looked the same since. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine, I won't use his name because I don't want him to get kicked out of the the Nazarene church but uh, you know cancer older age you know these things in life bring you to a point where you kind of the way he called it you lose your give a crap yep and, about the stupid things and I can't mm-hmm. say it any better than that mm-hmm. I know it's a little little colorful but it's like you do you just lose that give a crap yep. about trying to keep up with things, trying to maintain images. And it just whittles life down to, wow, this is a precious gift that I have. And you're you're all of a sudden aware of all the wasted time that you spent pursuing things things that really don't matter. And then you hit a point to where you're acutely aware of life and death. And you're like, my life is precious Mm -hmm. and holy. And it's this... You, be, you become aware of the order, mm-hmm. disorder, and reorder. And you mm-hmm. talked about that last week, how yeah. when you're young, you have a certain order. Things are, they fit. You know everything. You've got you everything. Rules, boundaries, limitations, just like uh, training your dog. <laughs> yeah. But then disorder hits. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of these things really... That you, you thought you believed in and just gave mental assent to... Um, just don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, and they hopefully, all this, and that's kind of what we went through with. You know, we were in ministry. We'd raised kids. We'd uh, been homeschool, been Christians mm-hmm. for for years, and that was the first thing that got challenged. Was all of a sudden all these these stalwarts, these altars mm-hmm. that we of thinking that mm-hmm. we based our righteousness or who we are or our security, um, they got challenged. And then we were asking the question that most people ask, especially with cancer. It's like, why me? You know, what did I do? I thought I was serving you, God. I thought I was doing the right thing. 
and you have to go through this disorder mm -hmm. to reevaluate what is truth and yeah. what life is really about and I'm I'm thankful that we're here where we're at yeah. right now. I mean, I mean, it was rough, but you know, like Richard Rohr says, is that true transformation only comes out of times of really true suffering, true loss, mm -hmm. and I believe it's true. And I think a lot of us are finding that out just through uh, quarantining and COVID, and so many people have. There's a big old animal in the yard. Oh, it's a big squirrel. Oh, sorry, it's okay. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> You've got my attention I know. span. <laughs> but, uh, but. Um, you know, people are, are coming to this um, awakening now just through, you know, what's happening in our in our world and in our culture. And, right. um, you know, the truly important things are becoming truly important again. Right. And if you're a fan of our page, I'd interviewed a friend of mine this week, Chad Borkwin, and uh, we talked about that. We talked about this recreation that's taking place. Yep. And if you're quiet, if you're listening, if you're humble and obedient, then you're going to hear what mm -hmm. God's saying and you're going to allow yourself to be recreated. Yeah. There's a Doobie Brothers song and the line says, it's hard to recreate what is yet to, to be, be created. created. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes this creation hurts. It's mm -hmm. like we're being recreated, but yeah. now God's got to create something new in us. So. Yeah. Uh, yes, Taylor and Holly are both watching, so uh, hello welcome. to both of you. I'm glad to have you here with us, and Jan Whittle joined us again. Awesome, welcome. This week. Hi, Jan. This um, squirrel is getting closer and closer. Yeah, he's got a big nut in his mouth, so I, <laughs> I don't think he's going to come near us. He won't but bother our cracker. I wanted, did you tell the story last week of the guy with three life-threatening surgeries yes, in a five-week period? Yes, I did. In fact, I did. I, I, I read that, yeah. So we've covered, you know, all of that. That that kind of sums up what mm -hmm. we're talking about. Can you kind of just hit the highlight of that I real don't quick? Remember. You know. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, let's. Uh, we're gonna sing a song. Um, sing a song about that. We're gonna. <laughs> nobody's gonna get that. I know. I know. That's okay. just an inside let's, joke yeah. with us. Oh, and that reminds me of the office. And we don't want to call. Love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> kids are going to be rolling their eyeballs clear to the back of their yes, heads. they are. Hmm. All right, don't forget. Uh, I guess you'll be okay. We're going to sing a song called Take My Life, and I think it's a good way to open up uh, what we're talking about today. It's a good way to enter into communion because yeah. uh, this song is a good way to prepare your heart to to go into communion about dedication and just a, a surrendering of yourself to the Lord and, and his good good plan for your life take my life and let it be consecrated Lord to thee take my moment Take my feet and 
Take my voice and let me sing Always only for my King Take my lips and let them be Filled with messages from Thee Take my silver and my gold Not a mind would I Take my intellect and use every power that you choose. Here am I. Here am I. All of me. All of me. Take my life. Take my life. It's all for thee. Popper Anderson popped on. Hi, Valerie. Good to have you with us. Yeah, I'll be listening to Six Minutes Sunday School with Sister Anderson later on today. Yeah, Valerie does a little uh, Facebook Live, and it's a six, literally that. It's mm -hmm. a six minute Sunday school. Most and of the time. It's, it's power packed. Yeah, it is. It's like her. She always gets me. It's like her. It's small, but it's power packed. Powerful. Uh, she is yeah. a uh, fierce force to be reckoned with. Dynamo. Yeah. Amen. Well, it's good to have you with us, uh, Valerie. Um, I guess we'll go right to the scripture. Yes, please. Yeah, we'll go right to the scripture. So many things. And I've got it in the message. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I think the, the message translation mm -hmm. really captures what mm -hmm. we're talking about. Our, but our opening for scripture for this morning is from Romans 12, and it's uh, 1 through 8. But I'm just going to read the first part of it. Oh, well, we let me read the new, let me read the more recognizable translation. Uh, but Romans 12, hear the word of the Lord this morning from Romans 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what the, is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And this is the word of God for the people of God this morning. Thanks and be to God. And we say thanks be to God. We want to take a look at this scripture because We've got a lot of uh, ways that we've 
looked at this that I think have led us down some some wrong paths. Mm -hmm. I think it's led us down some wrong ways of thinking and looking at life. And uh, we want to look at a couple of uh, key aspects of this. And I think the message translation really captures the essence of uh, what this is talking about because I was looking at this last night and if you look at the King James Version which was kind of the original version that at least our culture looked at this it uses terms like bodies which we've already talked about in weeks past you know when we're talking about your life it's not so much your physical body but it's your it's your it, the way you think the way you conduct your life your spiritual being and it uses terms like your reasonable service mm -hmm. and whereas more modern translations accurately use terms like your spiritual mm -hmm. worship your mm -hmm. connection mm -hmm. with God and reasonable service sounds like something you do with your car yeah 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 exactly yeah Oh, Taylor was recognized the office <laughs> reference. So <laughs> Yay, good job, Taylor. Taylor. You at get least, points. At least you you're being points. cultured properly. So we want to read it. Uh, yeah, go ahead and read that same scripture from uh, Not from the message. Not going through to the eighth. Well, you can read the whole okay. thing. So here's what I want you to do: God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Mm -hmm. So you want me to? Yeah, go, go ahead. Into? Okay. So in this way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. In this way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. Oh wait, it, this cop did you're twice, going, yeah. You're going too far. I think we've read enough there. It, it, it doubled itself. Yeah. Wait, I'd wanted to get to the... Okay. Okay. Just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help, don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. 
keep a smile on your face. I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Living then as every one of you does in pure grace. It's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what we are or what we do for him. Mm. This is the word of God for the people of God. Yes, thanks be to God. Amen. So if you go back to the, just that first mm -hmm. first verse, and it, it if you juxtapose it to like this translation where it says, Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, mm -hmm. holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual worship. Read the first line of that translation. Well, it just says, um, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Mm -hmm. An offering, I mean, another way you could say is, is it, it's a gift. So, so just bring all that you are um, to God. God is never going to control or manipulate or shame you into offering yourself. Um, <clears throat> we always have free will because that's the only way that love works is inside of free will. So what this is saying is, is for us to have the free will to open ourselves up to God, to basically say, Lord, I give you permission and I give you my life. Do with it what you would do. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it says to present mm -hmm. your life, present yourself yeah. as, as a gift, as a gift, as a living yeah. as sacrifice, a living, living, breathing, walking around gift and present it as holy mm -hmm. and acceptable to God and present it as being that it's not saying in your service strive for that it's saying to just present and be that yeah. and a lot of what I have come to relearn is just even the English word be we lose in English be is such an action word like mm -hmm. we do do whereas in most other languages, be is more of a relaxed verb. It's, it's you just be like I'm, I'm being myself mm -hmm. right now. I'm not being being. And, you know, John Maxwell uh, years ago used the analogy. Uh, he would say life, life is like a city with multiple tall buildings and and your your cho your choices. You've got these buildings of career, buildings of family. You've got buildings of ministry, business, education, and your job is to put your ladder, your life's ladder, on one of these buildings and climb mm. to the very top. And I couldn't help but to think, I'm like, but what if you get to the top and realize you were on the wrong building? <laughs> Which happens a lot. I think that's what happens. Yeah, which is why we have that time of disorder. Yes, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I I can't help but to think in our culture, you know, we've we've got 
kids that are at college age that are stressing over majors and mm -hmm. double majors and the only thing they can think about, what can I do to make a living and make money and be productive and then we get married and then we spend our entire young life working hard, mm -hmm. putting in extra hours, saving, or working towards retirement. And it's like, well, what happens when you get to 65 and you retire and you look around and you're like, what did I do with my what life? Happened? I think I yeah. just put my ladder against the wrong yeah. building. And Always putting happiness and off till someday. Well, when I do this or when I save this amount or when I can buy this or when we can move here or when I get that promotion or and uh, we absolutely lose our lives because yeah. our life is happening right now in the present moment, not off somewhere in the future and certainly not in the past where it's already gone, it's an illusion. Uh, life happens right here and right now and we're missing it. So my, I'm, if I may, I, I'm suggesting that we look at this scripture in a new light. And I think in our striving that we're, we're talking about, uh, we've made our faith frustrating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when disorder eventually mm -hmm. kicks in. Uh, I, I, I've been there and I, I've known other Christians that they're striving so hard to present themselves mm -hmm. to be a living mm -hmm. sacrifice that they forget to just be yep. holy and to be that living sacrifice. And then it talks about your spiritual worship and I think we've lost sight of what that really means because here in our in America when we say spiritual worship we probably think of going to a building yeah. and and getting coffee and a donut and then singing a song and raising your hand and do it you know that's really that's corporate worship but that's not your spiritual mm -hmm. worship and we've been on this now for a couple of years but it's about relationship, yeah. it's about connection, it's about that daily reflection and contemplation, it's about listening, it's about just enjoying this life. You know, what if, I'm not saying it is, but what if some of the atheists are right and even with God, what if this is all we have? Mm -hmm. What if this is all we've been given is this mm -hmm. life to enjoy and we get to the end of it and we're gonna look back and what do we do with it? Well, it's like the man with the, all the surgeries came to the epiphany that all life is holy and that we are here, if you remember last week, um, we are here to grow in wisdom and to grow in love for God and each other. This is the school that we are in, um, the school called life. And that is our, is our goal, not all of this other stuff that passes away that people just forget about. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's growing in wisdom and growing in love of God and love of other. Amen. I can't help to think of your, your grandmother again. What, she was 96 when she? Seven. 97. 97 and three-fourths. She was 97, and I, I'll never forget, I had a conversation with her, and uh, her I think her exact words when I mentioned her being 97 years old and how amazing that was, and and she just really honestly just kind of looked off, and she just shake, shook her head, and she's like, where did it go? Yeah. 
And I was like, wow. Big you know, lesson. She's got a lot of years under her belt yeah. to then look back. But and that at the just on, like that. On the on the other hand, though, when we encouraged her to want to stay till a hundred, she's like, nope, nope, done with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going home. So she was all ready to move on yeah. and go to the next step. Well, I mentioned Dr. Estep, uh, who's our district superintendent, um, awesome guy, awesome man of God. If you're if you're watching Dr. Estep, uh, I remember your talk on Friday night and. He'd based it on Exodus 15, and it was the story of uh, the Israelites. They had just come out of the Red Sea. They were singing their songs of victory, and isn't God so awesome and wonderful, and he loves us. And then they get to Mara, and the water was bitter, and they couldn't drink. They're three days into this. They get to a pool that they can't drink the water and they get thirsty and they start complaining. Yeah, after all the wonders. But, you know, we do the same thing. Oh, we all do. I, it, typical. don't go our way. We forget all about the wonderful things that God has done. Well, he had, he had, used, he had used an expression that I thought was really poignant. And he said, you know, uh, this is an example of our expectations that meet up against reality when it hits mm -hmm. that disorder so we expect one thing reality provides slaps us, us down and that creates disappointment yeah disillusionment and that, mm -hmm. and that leads to bitterness mm -hmm. because it can. Mm -hmm. the waters of mara were bitter, were bitter. And, and this this schism uh creates creates bitterness yeah. and uh, i thought we needed to revisit the concept of awareness appreciate or yeah awareness appreciation and acceptance and acceptance and I think we need to rethink as Christians what our priorities mm -hmm. are and I think this is one thing that we need to allow God to do in us during the the COVID crisis I think it's an opportunity for us to not get bogged down in debates about masks to not get bogged down in political debates and who's going to be the next president and 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 who's trying to take over the world and vaccinate us and just all the crazy things that i hear and some of those may be true i don't know but we have an opportunity in front of us to rethink our priorities and mm -hmm. allow god to recreate us and to transform us and yes. that's that's the ju the just of the scripture there as it says be transformed mm -hmm. by the renewing of your mind yeah. and it's not talking about doctrine and no. eschatology no. and christology and and uh, new testament aware it's not talking about thinking right as far as facts and knowledge it says be transformed by your spiritual worship by the renewing of your mind and that's what we want God to allow us to do and what's going to happen in this recreation is our priorities are going to change our definitions of success mm -hmm. are going to change your definition of success is really probably not how big a house you die and leave or mm -hmm. how many things you have or the furniture or memberships or whether you can go to Walmart 10 times a week um, the accumulation of stuff. I know. I heard a quote um, the other day. This man was lamenting about how he spent 
so many years accumulating all the things and then the second half of life working to give away and get rid of all the things i mean that is futility yeah so i think what this is all leading to is redefining the meaning of life yeah. itself and are we constantly striving and working towards something and dissatisfied with where we are in life or do we view this life as holy and, and live to, it as a sacrifice unto God. And to do that, we need our minds transformed or renewed. And that just comes from having that, again, that quiet, I call it quietude, quiet solitude. Um, mm -hmm. Remember that we are now the sanctuary. We are the temple of um, God's spirit. It's inside of us. Mm -hmm. It's not anywhere. We don't have to go anywhere um, to experience that. You know, that's why they used to call the first, like, you know, monks, uh, uh, navel gazers, mm. because they were always <laughs> looking, they weren't looking at their navels, they were directing their gaze into their being, into their heart, where Christ dwells. Right. Amen. Well, our friend Valerie Anderson is sharing, mm. which is really good. Cool. She says, I heard a quote that expectations are resentments waiting to happen. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> that's good, Valerie. That's I, true. I like that. Yeah, you hear about managing expectations, but yeah, that's that's really true. Awesome. And another part of that scripture, um, you know, present yourself holy and blameless. Mm -hmm. um, and again, a lot of that has been turned into works mentality. Um, but again, that's all God's work in us by the Holy Spirit. Um, the What is that scripture I was telling you about or I sent to you yesterday mm. that Christ is our sanctifier, which makes us holy. Mm -hmm. God is our justifier, just as if we'd never sinned. God is our redeemer, rescuer, Jesus. Um, so all of that God has accomplished in and through Christ and we just get it as a free gift. So when we open and allow ourselves, open ourselves up to God and God's will and God's desires, mm -hmm. um, then um, uh, we are presenting ourselves holy and blameless because we can't do it ourselves anyway. Um, it's not of works. It's all of mm -hmm. grace. It's all a free gift. So we just have to do the allowing mm -hmm. and then we let God do the rest. Amen. So we like to go to Colorado as often as we can uh, and see the mountains. And years ago when we started driving out there with the kids, we'd get a kick out of stopping at the rest areas, which we did frequently. I think we hit every rest area between here and Colorado. But one thing, you, if you've ever stopped there, you'll look up at the maps while you're waiting for your son to get out of the, the bathroom, which usually took forever. But you look up there and it would say you are here yeah. then you go to the next one and it would say you are here yeah. and we began to realize it's like everywhere you go there, there you are there you are and so you start applying that to your life it's like mm -hmm. everywhere you go there you are so uh, an idea that i wanted to share with you this morning is to tie all this together is things will never get any better in your life until you live 
right where you are mm -hmm. until you're aware mm -hmm. of this relationship, this gift that's God, that God has given. Uh, you know, God wants us to worship Him in spirit and in truth, in the reality of mm -hmm. our lives as they are now. And uh, these expectations uh, that we set and that we're striving for, uh, like Valerie said, mm -hmm. it's true, the resentment's waiting yeah. to happen, their bitterness yeah. uh, that's waiting to happen. Well, to finish Dr. Estep's story, that Exodus 15, they go from Mara to Elam, and, and Elam is where the palm trees and the water and everybody was refreshed and they lit and they had a little paradise. But this was a lesson that they, that, that they went through this time of bitterness. Mm -hmm. They, as in our terms, we give that to God and we then live in gratitude. Yeah. And I think there's a psalm that talks about after you go through those times, then God gives us times of refreshing mm -hmm. in His Spirit. And Amen. I know that's been definitely true for me, for us. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So as we enter into uh, a time of, uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading Shelley's comment. I love the train. Oh, the oh, train yeah. in the background. <laughs> Shelly, we are so like used to that. Yep. I I can't even hear it anymore. But yeah, you're right. These trains go constantly, and um, but yeah, I can hear one going mm -hmm. right now. Okay, now I've lost my train. We're getting of ready thought. for communion. <laughs> so if you haven't gotten your elements and you'd like to run and get them now, again, um, uh, just whatever you have on hand. We are going to sanctify it together with the word. Yeah, and as we as we prepare, uh, communion is an awesome opportunity. And you know, Jesus said, "As often as you do this, remember me." And we've turned it into such a religious ritual and a special thing. And like we have, and it is. It's a very special thing, but it's not a it's not a like once a quarter or. Or a formality, but this is something that you can do every day if yes. you want. Yeah. Uh, this is a time for you to remember, mm -hmm. and these are times to reflect. You know, and Paul talks about going into communion, just reflecting mm -hmm. and and listening. And in regards to what we're talking about today, do you have bitterness mm -hmm. in your heart? Did you do you have unmet expectations? Mm -hmm. Uh, have you reached a point in your life to where you thought things should have mm -hmm. turned out different and now you're depressed mm -hmm. and disappointed? Disillusioned. Um, do you have bitterness or do you have contentment? Mm -hmm. uh, do you have thankfulness and are you aware and do you appreciate what you have now? Or do you have grumbling mm -hmm. like the children of Israel? Mm -hmm. uh, do you future trip, which we talk yeah. about? Do you constantly stress and worry about the future and things that you really have no control over? Or do you live and are you aware and appreciative of the, the now? Which is what you actually have. And that is what you have. Yeah. And I think that's the point that we were brought to with the cancer diagnosis yeah. was it just allowed us, it, it shook us out of this future trip all the time and just mm -hmm. made us focus on what we have yeah. right now. Uh, another big one, do you stress or do you trust? Yeah. 
Uh, are you stressed out about losing a job? Are you stressed out? Which is very stressful. Are you fearful of getting sick? Mm -hmm. uh, do you stress or do you trust? Mm -hmm. And see, these are things that you can enter into communion and just mm -hmm. re-solidify in your yeah. thinking. You transform your thinking into God is my source, my provision, I trust in Him. Are you striving to um, make your own holiness, to make your own righteousness? Are you doing all the things and keeping all the rules and um, is it making you miserable? Yeah. Uh, you can, in communion, you can just decide to let that all go and let Christ do His work in you. Right. Just give that all up. And if you're... You can't do it anyway. And if you're a person watching and you've never become aware or awaken to the fact that Christ is in you, that Jesus is in your heart knocking right now, mm -hmm. that you have the opportunity to, by faith, mm -hmm. come to the table and receive mm -hmm. the elements, receive yeah. the body that was broken for you, yes. receive the blood that was shed yeah. for you for and to receive this mm -hmm. ability to live in communion daily yeah. and to start living a life of spiritual worship you can do that right now. Mm -hmm. You could have done it in the song that we sang yeah. with the words of your mouth. And now as Don reads these words to over the sacraments, you can by faith now enter into that relationship. Amen. This is the table, not of the church, but of the Lord. It is made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little, you who have been here often and you who have not been here long. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed. Come, because it is the Lord who invites you. It is His will that those who want Him should meet Him here. Come to the table. When the hour had come for Him to be glorified by you, Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we rejoice in his gift of the Holy Spirit. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, let's pray the Our Father together. Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be done, done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us Give this day our daily bread. bread. And forgive, forgive us our trespasses, trespasses as, as we forgive, forgive those who trespass, trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, glory forever. forever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you. And feed on him with your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. All who confess Jesus Christ as Lord are welcome to come to his table. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
and for assuring us that we are living members of his body. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. Mm -hmm. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. 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 I've got a couple things to end with. Okay, good. I've got a poem here that kind of goes along uh, with what we've been talking about. And then... Um, a benediction. This is a poem by the uh, Sufi mystic Hafiz, and it's about being our, uh, us being co-creators with Christ. So as we um, give ourselves and open ourselves to the work um, that God wants to do in us and through us, think about that as being co-creator with God. Here we go. It used to be that when I would wake in the morning, I could with confidence say, what am I going to do? That was before the seed cracked open. Now Hafiz is certain. There are two of us housed in this body, doing the shopping together in the market and tickling each other while fixing the evening's food. Now when I awake, all the internal instruments play the same music. God, what love mischief can we do for the world today? Mm, Amen. Amen. Oh, that didn't print. Okay, that's all I got. Oh, your benediction? It didn't print. Well, let's close with the uh, doxology and then. Yes. We'll Caitlin, get, get ready. Give everybody our own benediction. Praise, Praise God, God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Now go and live your life as holy, blameless, living sacrifices unto the Lord. And may you be transformed daily mm -hmm. by the renewing of your mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And amen. Uh, may the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. We'll see you all next week. Yeah. Sunday at 10 a.m. I don't have any conferences coming up, so we should, uh, should be here. Should be good. God bless you all.